welcome. Thank you for tuning in to Turn the Pages on Can TV. I am your host, Jordan Rivers, and today I have my special guest, John Rogers, here. Uh, I just want to first say thank you so much for the callers that we have actually calling in, but I want to ask you if you have a comment or a suggestion or even want to piggyback on something that we previously spoke about the last episode to please call in uh, before 720 so that we have... Um, we're able to cover as many calls mm. as possible. We always get a large volume of calls at the last minute. So if you can just call that number down there on the screen, that would be great. And I would love to hear your suggestions and comments. Um, and then I'm going to go straight into our website information. So if you look at the screen, let me back it up some. Okay. There you go. Uh, you can go right to www.turn-the-pages.org if you have any questions or if you miss any episodes from this season so far, you can go right to turnthepages.org and click on season one and see all the episodes from this season. So uh, our, the, the topic today is is the lack of education and reading the reason why there aren't enough black men building and protecting the communities that are predominantly black. And so talking about protecting our communities, I want to give John an opportunity to uh, talk about something we discussed last week about his family, something um, tragic that happened. And I want to give you the floor for that. Oh, thanks so much. Uh, I just wanted to reiterate that uh, my family was tragically murdered last week. Uh, Malik, Malik Bingham, his girlfriend, uh, Tia Jones, and their unborn child, Malia um, Bingham. And I'm just asking again, if anyone knows anything, can you please uh, come forward? And, uh, and you will definitely catch your blessing. So thanks, thanks again for allowing me to do that. I appreciate no that. No problem. We have to begin to take care of each other because we are yes. a community. And so that's the reason why this whole show exists. And there's so much that I want to cover. But, you know, we only have 25 minutes. So, if you know, you have to come back next week. Then we know you will. Um, we I just want to start talking about uh, the, the question. So when we talk about... Are there enough men protecting and building our community? I am not saying that there are none. We have a lot of great men out here, but they can only do so much. And there are power yes. in numbers. And when you have millions of people willing to stand up, start businesses, and help each other in our community, then you, you build a better community and a better future for our daughters and sons and just everyone in general and so when you talk about men and what they actually have to face um just from childhood to adulthood and, and we want more um support from men to protect and build we have to talk about where it comes from where the where the problems stem from and unfortunately that is in the school system when it comes to education and funding and so uh there's an article uh from black men in america written by matthew lynch and he talks about four troubling truths about black boys and the u.s educational system 
The first one is black boys are more likely to be placed in special education classes. And so I, I'm not sure if anyone is aware on special education, but there are different uh, kind of classes, I believe, where they're classified differently based on a reading level or just a learning disability or something that they feel was a learning disability. And I can actually speak on that because when I was in first grade, I was placed in a learning disability program because I learned differently than everyone else. So mm. and I'm sitting right here uh, 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 as an executive director of a nonprofit which it doesn't mean that anything was wrong with me mentally or academically. I just learned differently from a lot of from a lot of the other kids. And there's nothing wrong with that. No child learns the same as everyone else. We're all different. And there are teachers um, who actually know that there are different learners in a classroom. And so when you talk about, you know, uh, special uh, special education classes, they know that kids learn differently but what helped me is by actually reading more and I've read things that I was interested in mm -hmm. so when we talk about testing and if you don't test well well maybe it should be something interesting on the test or you know if we're going to read stories and, and and our comprehension be tested it should be stories that children are actually interested in and not just something that's thrown together to see if a child will mm -hmm. memorize something and jot down or, or you know, circle in A, B, or C. Yeah, or regurgitate things. Basically, uh, I, I definitely agree with you. Like you're saying, uh, I talk to a lot of teachers, and they always tell me how they, uh, this, this thing, so many tests, and I agree. Uh, reading is so powerful and empowering. That's why during slavery, they made sure that they minimized what you read because... Reading to me opens up your imagination. Absolutely. It takes you places, you know, that you never have been until you really read someone else, you know, um, experience doing it. So Absolutely. It gives you that insight. Well, hold on. We have a caller. Hello. Thank you for tuning in to Turn the Pages. Do you have a suggestion or comment? Well, no. Yes. Uh, I just kind of wanted to piggyback off of uh, the example that you were giving of yourself, you know. Uh, I, too, had that similar type of experience. Uh, I'm 62, and back during the day when I was a, a CTS a student, you know, uh, they were able to take me and, and, and give me a different way of, of learning, you know, uh, by copying and that kind of thing, you know. Uh, these days, they seem to have so much politics mixed in with the with the, the, the uh I guess teaching process until right. uh, there's no room for learning, you know. Right. So true. Yes. Inclusion than there is for inclusion, you know. So uh, we can, you know, I guess kind of uh, right the ship and get people back into their own way of, of of going ahead. If they don't do anything but show up, they did. That was more than fifty percent of the task, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling in, and I hope to uh, I hope that you'll tune in next week as well. So uh, back to Matthew Lynch's uh, second okay. troubling truth about boy, black boys and the U, uh, U.S. educational system. He says black boys are more likely to attend schools without the adequate resources to educate them, and so. Mm -hmm. I've had teachers on the show where we talked about funding and all of that, you know, great information, probably 
episode two and three where we talked to some teachers and they talked to us about the process of how you get the funding and mm-hmm. how even in certain instances, teachers still need extra dollars just for small support when it comes to the classroom. So yes. we definitely want to encourage and urge parents and the community to uh, support the schools in any way that they can because it's really important that our kids have proper, you know, mm-hmm. adequate resources, period, uh, especially when it comes to the technology because right now we're moving so fast when yes. it, in the technology industry and kids are, are learning coding and all of these, you know, different things when, when it comes to building websites. It just, it, mm-hmm. it grows you know, by the second almost. And so having those adequate resources in technology, especially in the schools, uh, will help our children be able to get ahead in the community because they would already have that, you know, experience. And and, and that's why I uh, I, I totally agree with you because a lot of the narrative that comes out of our community is that we have a hard time learning, but Anybody can go to a north side school and go to a south side school and see the total difference of what's going on here. And then it can also add to the argument of what, where this violence is coming from. Because mm-hmm. if you're if these children on the south side are getting used outdated books, they're getting a, a, a very limited perception of what the world really is. Yes. And, and, yes. Yeah. And then we have problems learning. Because we don't have the adequate resources. How can we learn something correctly if we're not giving the proper resources to yes. learn it with in the first place? Yes. So th- that's, you know, one. I Don't get me fired up today, John. I, I need you really? fired up, John. Because <laughs> uh, like sometimes one of my things I say to people all the time is, as I see CPS fight for funding, I always, I always ask, too, make sure you're fighting for the correct history to be taught in school. Exactly. Don't just get the money. Make sure you're telling the kids the truth. That way these kids know who they truly are and what they should be doing. And then they'll want to be educated regardless of their circumstances, regardless of what their families may go through. It will only make them stronger and want to work harder to actually be successful. And education and reading has everything to do with success. Yes. Whether people want to admit it or yes. not. They know. You, they know. <laughs> you have to be educated on your history. You have to mm-hmm. be educated when it comes to math because you yes. have to know how to invest in your communities huh. financially. If you want to be an entrepreneur, you have to understand money, accounting, still. So that's why math plays a major role in, in, in school, math, reading, science. All of this affects our children. And yes. if we do not do anything about it right now, then we are going to be sadly mistaken huh. in the future. Look at the president we have right now. If education was better than what it has been for the last 20 years, it would be people smart enough not to vote for him. Like, how dare you? <laughs> That's true. Right. And that and that goes back with ethics and uh, what's really being taught in school when it comes to understanding yes. the, the political structure. Because Absolutely. a lot of us just know about voting and it's over with other than understand the judicial, legislative, executive, and how those play a part in your everyday life. Absolutely. So we have a caller. Thank you for calling Turn the Pages. Do you have a comment or a suggestion for us? Uh, yeah, I suggest it. I don't want to be the only caller and hog the line tonight, but I'm just calling back. Anyway, <laughs> I wanted to ask, you know, back in the day when I was a student at Chicago Public School, and particularly over at Cooley High School, which was a, a vocational school at the time, uh, you know, we had programs like CWT, you know, Chicago work training, you work for half a day, you go to school half a mm-hmm. day. Like I said, you know, showing up to school was half of the task, you know. And then a lot of times, you know, learning, 
by row, you know, following and that kind of thing. Opposed to all of this high technology stuff today, it has its place. But I mean, that's not the, you know, if 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 the economy shifted again and and uh, industrial revolution sort of came back or was resurrected, and people started making steel here in this country and making all of the other supplies that were necessary for the building of all of these 44 plus high-rise buildings, you know, that would sustain, that kind of economy would sustain the, the, the uh, uh, livelihood for people. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be so much violent, you know? Right. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Uh, they have plenty of studies that they know economic growth uh, slows down violence in communities. So uh, it's no doubt, you know, like, once again, like I said, go up north and, and tell me how the economic growth has subsided day violence. So it's, it's obvious to anyone who takes the time to study that economics is a way to fight against violence when it comes to youth who are, give, who are being given guns at an alarming rate, you know, through so-called freight trains stopping the neighborhood. So uh, a lot of things uh, I always say, you know, they obviously know. But we have to be, like she tells me, empowered to make a difference in our own community, you know, control our own destiny. Absolutely. Thank you for calling in. Thank you so much. Um, let's talk about the, the third uh, troubling truth is that black boys are not reading at an adequate level. I had an entire <laughs> episode on this. Make your child read. Not for punishment, but as a daily activity. It, it's almost like working out. Because it is. Yes. It's, it's a mental workout that everyone needs. Not just the child, but everyone. It's, because it yes. does open up your your mind to be aware of more things. Even if you're reading just fiction, it plays a major role. Uh -huh. It helps your vocabulary. It, it just does amazing things. And it also helps uh, allow a child or an adult to connect with a situation that they may be going through and to look at what the characters go through so that yes. they don't make those same mistakes or they don't go through it at all. So reading is so very important. And um, let me just... Hold on to the because okay. I'm, 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 I'm just like her, advocate of uh, reading. You know, if anybody ever see me on Facebook, I'm always trying to make sure that I tell, you know, black people the importance of, of education to read when it comes to coming out of slavery. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and also knowing who you are because in history... It's every subject, whether it's economy, math, architecture, you know what I'm saying? And so uh, I always, I'm always telling, you know, black people, read, 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 because I'm a student of Dr. Frances Wilson. And one thing she told me was, turn the TV off. Why? Because you know, you're going to see white, 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 black entertainer, white, 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 white. And what does that do to your mind? It makes you think less of yourself. It makes you think that you can't be the doctor. Exactly. You can't be the owner of the business. All you got to do is bounce the basketball or throw the football, and you're way more than that. Exactly. I could not agree more. And it wasn't until I've always wanted to be a writer. Mm -hmm. I just wasn't, I, I didn't think that it was actually possible. When you look at everybody else, like, oh, it's so many <laughs> writers, and, you know, I, I don't know if I can do it. But it, it took going to school with someone and actually them being famous. So I, I had the opportunity to go to two high schools. Mm -hmm. I went to Paul Lawrence Dunbar on King Drive, and then I went to Kenwood Academy on Lake Park. And so the, it was night and day. However, mm -hmm. when I was able to see someone who looked like me, yeah. who walked the same hallway that I walked, and even I, though I didn't know her personally or have a relationship with her, I said, oh my gosh, yeah. we come from the same 
same area. So if she can do it, then I can do it. So it was definitely inspirational. And, and, it's, and it's so true. And, and I also let me touch on once again, one of the greatest gifts that black people gave to the to the world was reading and writing. Yes. And, and they created something called a university to teach everybody about the universe. Mm -hmm. So the oldest book known is by a black man named Patahotep. And, and, and I would think it would be empowering for any young black child to know they have a very long history of being authors of magnificent works. Absolutely. Like, we create a lot. Create, create <laughs> it all if we really go through all the, you know, go through the, the documents, basically. You know, whether it's the mailbox, the lawnmower, the ice cream, the potato chip. You know, we are some very intelligent people, and we shouldn't be ashamed of that. Absolutely. And if you disagree with anything that we have said, research. Research it. it. Yes. Don't Email you believe what I said. and prove us wrong. Yes. And then we won't say it again. Exactly. So, research. Read. You have to do it. So, know your facts. Please. Okay? Please do. <laughs> so, our, our fourth that we're going to get into is punishment for black boys is harsher than for any other demographic. So, uh, we'll say even first-time offenders in schools is harsher than any other demographic. So, consider the facts. Black students make up just 18% of children in U.S. preschools, but make up half of those youngsters who are suspended. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we've been a black man, and me, uh, I also coach basketball, so I deal with youth, a lot of young males in my family, nephews, uh, it's very touching for me because uh, I can recall just recently I saw Gary McCarthy in an interview with Common, and he was telling him how I think 70 to 75 percent of the prison system was filled with young black men, oh, you know. Absolutely. And that was just heartbreaking because, uh, you know, for one, being a, a historian of history, I know that the black man was not only in Africa, but the black man was in America mm -hmm. before the white man got here. So to hear about this, you know, the slavery and the colonization of my people and seeing that they're being incarcerated and they're being talked about as, you know, not being human thugs and criminals, that's a totally mm -hmm. false narrative that's being, you know, prop propagated by the oppressor. So I hope that, you know, as we are locked up physically, that we don't be locked up in our minds. So, you know, it's very disheartening for me. It's mental. Yes. And speaking of locked up in your mind, Go see Get Out. Is where I can't. We don't have enough time to talk about it. Maybe next, ep next, next episode. But go see Get Out. It, it definitely hits on on that that mental that that you need to understand. And so, if you don't like the movie, I'm gonna just tell you right now. Then that means that you are not woke. That you do not know who you are and where you come from at all. Okay. So go see Get Out. And, and I also say I, I just saw what uh, James Baldwin. I'm not your Negro. I thought that was very powerful too. I think you guys check that out too. Yes, see, I, I have to go see that. So that's the that's the second one. I just had a girlfriend who said that she saw it, and I'm like, yes, I have to go see it. Yes. But I, I raised an eyebrow because I noticed it did not get a lot of appetite. Oh, exactly. So that's so, another okay. issue when it comes to us, and when we have something important we need to exactly. say, then all of a sudden we can't get any funding for it, and we and we can't mm -hmm. you know educate our people. So that's a whole other topic. Exactly. But I want to really quickly, I want to go into. Um, when, when, when we talk about um, suspension, we, we have to talk about how that can lead to jail, prison. Right, exactly. If you can't read by the third or fourth grade at your reading level, the state begins to fund the prisons because if you're illiterate, 
then you're going to eventually go to crime in order to make a living for yourself. And when you do that, you're going to get caught. And then you're going to be in prison. And so, mm -hmm. and that, that's how they link it. So instead of investing more money in the schools to help you read and, and yeah. you know, put you in more special education programs and, you know, create, create all this, they're investing in the jail systems. And so we have a lot of great men who get incarcerated and they come mm -hmm. out and they are convicted felons and they cannot get a job sometimes pretty, pretty new. and so absolutely so i wanted to take this time uh for anyone who watches the show go to our facebook page so that's www.facebook backslash turn the pages uh dot change your life backslash go there and we have posted today 136 or 37 companies that actually hire convicted felons. So if you're watching this, go straight to our Facebook page and I'll make sure that information is posted on our website. And it, uh, it's so much that I want to talk about today, but we have five minutes left. So I'm going to take this time to talk about Chance the Rapper. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you, he donated $1 million to CPS. Thank and you. I commend him on his efforts of talking to government. Ronner, yes. I, I really do, because he, he definitely cares about the city. But let me tell you what I don't like. When we talk about building our communities, let's talking about supporting one another and stop pointing the finger at other people who have not uh, made the same movement as Chance. I was so disgusted today to see so many people say, oh, we're, are, where's D-Wade and where's this person and where's this person? Let me just explain something to you. Everyone, everyone who has mm -hmm. come from Chicago who are some sort of celebrity and are millionaires, have donated money, far, far beyond one million, some, to our kids. They just do it in different ways. And so when you talk about building a community, the first thing we have to do is stop pointing the finger on who yes. is doing what and this and that. And, 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 and could you answer them people when black people say, what about black on black crime? Because most times people say, what about black on black crime? They're not outside protesting doing anything. They're just, exactly. just pointing the finger. The same people that complain about what another celebrity doesn't do are the same ones who don't help their child with their homework, exactly. who will rather watch love and hip hop <laughs> and, instead Empire. of spending time with right. their child. They are not shown, they don't show up to the school on teacher parent conferences. You don't see them volunteer at all. Or they don't, or they send their kids looking to school any old way without asking for help. But they're very quick to point the finger on what a celebrity doesn't do. But let me tell you something: instead of complaining about what a celebrity doesn't do, mm -hmm. if we all came together as a community and took care of our children and each other like we were supposed to do, we wouldn't need any celebrity money. Exactly. So that's all that I have to say about that right there because it just really upset me. So we have a caller. Thank you for calling. Do you have any suggestions or comments? Yes, one last comment. Okay. Uh, you know, if uh, the African-American community has a trillion dollars of uh, disposable income, uh, that would well, you know, repair or build our own infrastructure, you know, maintain our, our future, actually. Absolutely. Yes, yes. From the elders I talked to, they told me that a lot of trade was taken out was taken out of schools after the Marcus Garvey movement. From what they told me, from their experience, they said that 
the government found out that the main supporters and financial backers of Marcus Garvey movement was uh, black people with trade. So I guess that's one of the reasons why it w- it was taken to a high level in college compared to the people I know 60 years old told me that they learned woodshop in grammar school or even learned how to fix airplanes and cars in grammar school. So it was definitely something that they knew was going to empower us economically, knowing, knowing how to use our hands to build our economy. Yes. So thank you so much for calling in. I just want to uh, just end, you know, I I went on my rant, so thank you for being patient. (laughs) I felt like uh, Claire Huxtable when she gets mad at her kids and she's going real fast. I felt like her at that moment. (laughs) But I just want to point out that Kanye West, he has Donda's house. And Donda's house, uh, it hosts a 12-week program providing instructional classes and uh, creative writing, studio recording, health wellness education to artists between the ages of 14 and 24 years old and then uh we also have magic johnson uh who has placed a a number of alternative schools around the u.s and then we have commons organization which i wrote down but i can't seem to find my notes oh Uh, So, yeah, so we do have a lot of celebrities give back, and we have to understand that each celebrity is going to be passionate about something completely different, probably the the very reason why they're born. So please be mindful before you speak or post on social media. Mm -hmm. Everyone is needs to be held accountable for the community. So, again, I'm your host, Jordan Rivers, and I just want to thank John for coming out and being a guest. Uh, If you have any questions, you can always call and comment uh, and go straight to our website. So, thank you for tuning in, and we hope to see you back next week.